Welcome to ATRA, Voices from the Field. This sustainable agriculture podcast is presented by the National Center for Appropriate Technology with support from USDA Rural Business Cooperative. So there's a couple of questions about uh, water quality testing, and that's one of the biggest concerns is making sure you're irrigating with water that is of high enough quality in terms of especially the E. coli in it. Um, so can you tell me about your, your system that you have here at Stuckey and then how it's, how it's irrigating the fields, if it's overhead or drip, stuff like that, and then uh, about your water test as well, where you got that from and what the results were? Great. So this is our pump house. We do have a well. It's just a 35 gallon per minute residential well. Um, and we run both overhead, uh, three inch line, and uh, drip irrigation off of this well. Um, and we do an annual test to make sure we're with a local lab here in town to make sure that um, the water is still good to go. And for the last four years, it has been. Um, and we decided to go with the new FISMA rules coming down and it being unclear on how much water testing you'll have to do, um, we decided to go with the GAP, what GAP recommends, and so we test this once a year since this is a well to make sure that we're still sitting good. Um, our other property, or one of our other properties, we are pulling from an irrigation ditch, um, and so that requires a little more testing. Um, three times a year and um, the the first test that we did that one was actually clear but we're also growing crops over there that are just for winter storage it's just carrots and beets that are getting overhead water um, and then our cabbage and onions we're running on drip over there to reduce any risk um, if something were to come through the water but there's also um, intervals between irrigation and harvest that we're able to if we did need to grow something over there that wasn't one of the storage crops um, we could do it but with our three actually four properties now um, three of them have wells and one doesn't and so we're kind of just keeping our crops that are lower risk on the uh, water that we're drawing out of an irrigation ditch and how are you determining which crops were lower lower risk and which were higher? So the the root vegetables are um, the crops that we are overhead irrigating with the ditch water, and with those we're not going to harvest immediately after we irrigate, um, and we honestly don't harvest any of them until late fall, um, and at that point we won't have irrigated for a while before the um, actual harvest. Um, the ones I don't want to grow with ditch water um, are, we do a lot of baby greens, and so those have a really short cropping cycle, um, so I need to be able to harvest right when I need to harvest. Yeah. Um, there's a very short window. Um, basically anything that people are going to eat raw, um, like the carrots and beets, people are going to be peeling. Um, and, I mean, all produce, everyone's supposed to wash themselves, but they are a, a much lower risk. And we also do a, another wash of those in our pack shed, um, which we do with our greens too, but it's just a much higher risk. Um, 
especially the baby greens just splash from the soil like they do have soil on them um, and so I'd rather use water that is totally clean um, and not wait for that time period that they maybe could be all right yeah sounds good yeah so on those three watering uh, or water tests you have to do for surface water can you remind me what the intervals are or when you need to take those tests throughout the season yeah so it sounds like the ones you've done so far have been at the right time it's uh when you about when you plant and then at peak irrigation and then at around harvest time and of course for mixed crop vegetables that's going to be different times you're obviously harvesting continuously and all and as well as peak irrigation that's going to be pretty continuous um, but you want to try and get that around the time when you start to really harvest the bulk of your crop so you have a sense of a good profile throughout your season and it's not packed into one part of your season in case the water is going to change at all but it sounds like what you've been doing so far is right on so great you can find other episodes of atra voices from the field along with atra's other sustainable agriculture resources at www.atra.ncat.org that's www.attra.ncat.org